Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk. But if not, then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. On this edition of Before the Bid, we go to the 2019 Hoosier Beef Congress livestock sale, the uh, show cattle sale, and uh, they showed those cattle on Friday, and on Friday, December 6th, and those cattle sell on Saturday, December 7th. So if you're uh, just jumping on, we've got a quick turnaround on this one here, and that sale is Saturday, December 7th. It is at the Hoosier Beef Congress at the Indiana State Fairgrounds. It's one of the things that they do uh, every year at the Hoosier Beef Congress, one of the large parts of the Hoosier Beef Congress. And uh, usually I get to go up there and uh, be with my partner here on Walton Webcasting, and we get to discuss these sale cattle. Uh, I have a uh, another commitment tonight that uh, i got to take care of, so we're going to do a little podcast here, and I didn't get to be with him today, but we're going to talk about uh, a few of these cattle today. And John Jordan is going to be my guest again today, the repeat guest here on Before the Bid. And he's going to uh, discuss a little bit about uh, some of these cattle that came through the ring. Uh, it would be this morning, which would be Friday, and then they will sell uh, tomorrow morning, which is Saturday, December 7th. So, John, uh, how are things at the Hoosier Beef Congress, man? Oh, busy as usual, Andy. Thanks for having me on again. Uh, am I the first repeat for before the bid you are the first repeat for before the bid yeah. so. all right at least i get to be first something this weekend yeah yeah so uh appreciate appreciate that so yeah the hoosier beef congress going on this weekend uh, always a a big thing here in indiana in the show cattle world uh and and in the sale world today is what we're going to be talking about you bet so John, John got to be on Walton webcasting, and he had a ring-in seat today. So uh, I'm going to let John kind of give you a rundown of, of what happened today. Yeah, Andy, so we missed you this morning on the Walton webcasting, but Todd Smith filled in for you, did a great job. Uh, Todd and I, we did get a ringside view of these sale cattle. Um, <clears throat> I guess I'll preface this a little bit with uh, Mitchell Smith judged the cattle this morning, and I thought Mitchell did a great job. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll give a little bit of uh, what Mitchell saw in these cattle. I'll I'll, in, uh, I'll include a little bit of what my opinion was from the cheap seats. Uh, Mitchell's the one that got paid, so his opinion mattered today. But I'll kind of walk through what I saw in some of the cattle. Uh, as far as uh, we'll start with heifers, and then we'll go into steers, and um, just kind of give you my opinion for what it's worth. Like Andy said, cattle start selling tomorrow morning at 9:30, and as buyers, you know, you guys can come in and tell us what cattle you like, but I guess here's some of the opinions that I would have had from this morning. John, um, this let, let me let me interrupt you just half second here. We can get these at, you can go to the sale catalog at uh, HoosierBeefCongress.com. Is that correct? Yep. Yep, okay. that's right. Yeah, go to <laughs> HoosierBeefCongress.com. 
Com, and then you can go down and it will say sale cattle and you can go down and click on that the cattle sale and there's information down there you can get the catalog you can download the catalog right there all right yep. wanted to and get Andy, that out of the way so that they can walk right through with us and if you have that in front of you, you might help me with a few of these pedigrees okay i didn't get some of the pedigrees early on um, what I have in front of me is kind of the sale order and some of my notes, uh, but I didn't get all the pedigrees on some of these cattle, so you might help me out just a little bit. But okay. <clears throat> as far as how the how the cattle lined up and, and how they placed, the Supreme Champion uh, in the sale heifer side was lot 102. That was an April 4th female from Fout Cattle. Um, I know she was a primo on a uh, what Evan said was a little bit one of their older cows. I think when McLaren and Stock Farms got out, a couple of years ago, Fouts bought uh, what few cows they have left. This was one of the older cows. She was a BC Matrix. And Evan said this was the first calf I think that they'd had out of that cow. But um, in my in my opinion, I think that heifer won the sale pretty easy. Uh, that one is ultrasound, big bellied, uh, the right type and kind, good looking for the show ring. Uh, they really had her dialed in and ready to go today. And, and in my opinion, for what it's worth, I thought that thing won pretty easy. Uh, like I said, that's a, an April heifer. She's a primo on a BC matrix. Looked really good on video, that's for sure. Yep. The reserve supreme heifer was actually the reserve Angus. So we went Angus, Angus this morning. Uh, the reserve was lot 107 from Patton Farms. Um, Andy, I don't know if you have that. I did not, I did not write down. I want to say uh, I don't have that one in front of me as far as what the pedigree is. She's a, she's a Dameron best in class. And, on one of their Lady Agnes cows. Yeah, and comes out of one of the Lady Agneses. <clears throat> Which, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that Agnes cow is kind of the staple cow family there in the patent program. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, many, many, many winners, many successful cows in that Agnes family. Yep. So, I mean, I thought those two, when the champion drive came in, I kind of had I kind of had it down to those two and one other that we can talk about a little later. But that covers your champion reserve champion in the Angus. As far as the Herefords, um, your champion was lot 119 from Plinkin Beards, um, and your reserve champion was lot 117 from Full Creek Herefords. And I don't have the pedigree. These first couple of breeds, I didn't write the pedigree down. Okay. And I don't have the sale catalogs with me anymore. But um, those were both nice heifers. I guess, in my opinion, another heifer in there that I liked an awful lot that probably would have been in the hunt for me was lot 114 uh, from Davis Farms. That one is a little bit younger, pretty green, but that one's got all the pieces and build, I thought, to make an awful good one down the road. The, the lot 114, she is yep. a um, STCC SHR Sniper, yep. uh, 525 ET. Yep. Your, we talked quite a bit about that one on the, on the, on the webcast this morning. Okay. Your champion is a uh, ECRRO Rushmore, 418 ET. And she comes out of um, Wrangler's Guagmire. I believe that's how you say that. And the Reserve Hereford, she is a JCS Icon 7060 out of uh, Time in Place 19XET cow. Yep. So rolling into the limousine breed, there was just two entries in the limousine. Um, entry 131 was your champion. Entry 130 was your reserve champion. 131, she is an excessive force, 
um, LMF, and your reserve champion is a, uh, I believe it's Ramen Dirty Deeds 103D. Champion is a February. Your reserve champion is a March 15th. Okay. Rolling into your maintainers, there was only two entries in that. Your champion was lot 137 from Sinkhole Showstock. They actually had several head in the sale, so appreciate them being good consigners to the sale. Your reserve champion was a daddy's money that was a March 1st that came from Young Farms. Your your champion there from, from Ryan Bat, uh, Sinkhole Showstock, that was a data bank, a May 10th uh, data bank out of uh, about right by an Insight cow. Okay. So that was your lot 137 uh, with the sinkhole. That was your champion maintainer. Lot 138 was your reserve uh, maintainer. Your Red Angus came from Debor Cattle. Um, that heifer was a boxed beef on January 18th. <clears throat> that actually was one of the heifers, um, probably not in my top three, but when you looked at the Red Angus and how good that heifer was, I, I thought that one was incredibly good for a Red Angus. Um, had somebody tried to slide her in that reserve champion spot, I don't know that I could argue with them a whole lot. Uh, that was that was a real good one. So if you're in the market for a Red Angus, I think that's one a guy's got to take some time to look at. I, I agree with you the way she looked on video. Um, she she looked really, really nice. She's a majestic, majestic boxed beef. She's a yep. February 14th female. Um, your Shorthorns, your champion was lot 140 from Oler Farm. And your reserve champion was lot 141, uh, again, from Sinkhole from Ryan Fatt. Uh, Andy, do you have the pedigrees on those? Yeah, uh, your lot 140 uh, from Oler's. She is a JSF Righteous uh, 64B. And uh, out of a, a Soul Very Rosemary ET. So uh, back to the Sullivan on that one. Uh, your lot 141 from Ryan Bat. She was a Hear Me Now out of a white gold by a Demi was that one. And that was a, she's a March 14th. Yep. <clears throat> your Shorthorn Plus, um, your champion was from Jester Farms. That was an I-80. I thought that was a real nice heifer mm -hmm. uh, for a Shorthorn Plus. Your reserve champion was, again, from uh, Sinkhole, Ryan Bat, and that heifer was a Hear Me Now. Uh, I did like that Jester heifer quite a bit. I think um, for a lot of places where you're going to show the pluses, I thought that heifer would be really competitive. Mm -hmm. Rolling into your Scimitals, um, your champion came from Buck Creek Ranch, Jacob Moore. That heifer was a uh, late February. She was a relentless on a, a Silvertown bred cow that Jacob had bought from Silvertown. I thought that one was real nice. Uh, full bald face, white belly, real sound, big bodied. Um, just thought that one was a real nice, complete, good type female. And then your reserve that, champion. Hang on. That's lot, lot 152 is your champion uh, that he was talking about, lot 152. Yeah, yeah she sure looked she sure looked good uh, on video as well. Yep, and that's one that was uh, super broke. I'd say if you got a young exhibitor that's looking to maybe try to show at the Beef Congress on Sunday, I'd say that's one an exhibitor could probably grab a hold of and just roll on. Uh, your reserve champion was lot 150, came from Portsmouth Cattle Company. Uh, this was a in due time, and I did not get the cow family on that one. Uh, uh, Black Star, L A H Black Star. Okay. Um, going into your Sim Solution, your champion was lot 166 
that was a February female from Car Cattle Company. She was a jacked around back on one of Car Zangus cows. This was the heifer for me that when you start when you start sorting through Fouts heifer, Patton's heifer that were champion reserve, I sure thought that car heifer could have gotten the mix to maybe slide into the uh, reserve overall spot. But uh, white face, white belly, that one was real square made, kind of has the silhouette you got to have in today's environment. Uh, lot 166 on that one. Your reserve champion was lot 162, uh, a March female from Hot Show Cattle. And Andy, I don't, it's escaping me what her pedigree was. I don't know what bull she was out She's of. a SCC first in goal. There you go. Out of Ott's one of their Scimitar cows. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Ott's yep. always, always big at the Hoosier Beef Congress. Uh, always in the running. It doesn't matter uh, what they're showing. I think if they had a cat show at, at uh, the Hoosier Beef Congress, why Ott's would have one there and, and be competitive. You bet. Uh, going into the all-star heifer sale, champion was lot 205. A uh, 600-pound heifer from Dr. Hortzman, or from Hortzman Cattle Company, Dr. Joe Hortzman. Uh, she was a heat wave. Joe told me she was a heat wave on a Meyer Angus. And I was kind of joking with him about having a heat wave. Um, he said that uh, there were three in that flush, the heat wave heifer. There was a heat wave steer in the sale that won his class. And then he said there was another one. Uh, and he actually said they all calved pretty easy and didn't have much trouble. So for a heat wave, I thought that was a pretty good thing. Um, John, tell me what lot she was again, please. She was lot 205. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to be honest, Andy. Oh, there it is. Uh, your reserve champion in the all-star heifer deal was lot 210 from Newell Show Cattle, and she was a high-ho silver on an I-80 cow. Okay. Any other any other all-star females that you had notes on? Yeah, um, um Second place in the second class was lot 203 from Caligo Farms. Mm -hmm. Solid red heifer. I thought that was pretty nice. Um, I thought that newel heifer was really good, so the Caligo heifer kind of ran into a pretty good one, but um, I thought both those heifers were really nice. Mm -hmm. lot I like the Caligo she's, heifer. The lot 203, she's a monopoly. Yep. I figure she's a monopoly on probably back on some type of shorn cow, but that's me estimating. I don't know that for a fact. Okay. Any other any other notable heifers that that you can think of? We kind of ran through those in the semis or the sim solutions or anything like that. Yeah, like I said, I thought that red Angus was pretty good. Um, the Simital, the sim solution class, um, class twelve. That's the hef that's the class that Cars heifer came out of. Ott's heifer came out of. Wallens had one in there as well. I believe she was black with white socks. Uh, that one was a little stouter than what I would prefer, but that one was sure good for her own type and kind. Uh, I wouldn't be disappointed to show that one at all. And then the one in that class from Purdue. Give me, was give me just a second. That one, that one's a lot 164, the Wallen heifer. Yep. Is lot 164. She's a March 10th. And Go. then the lot 163 from Purdue. That one was a little flatter, a little prettier, uh, greener type female, but build and structure was really good. I thought that one with some time and some feed could probably mature into something pretty nice. Good. Good. Any of the Sim Solutions as we're going back up through <laughs> back up through that page? Any? Well, those that was the class oh, that, of Sim Solutions. That was the Sim Solutions. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yep. Any of the Simmentals? 
Yeah, just one class of Cimitals today. Um, again, I mean, the, the, I'm, I'm biased, right? I'm a Cimitol guy, but I thought the Cimitol and the Sim Solution breed was pretty solid for what they brought. Um, Portsman's lot 148, Metzger's 149. I mean, those were both nice efforts as well. Okay, good, good. And then, uh, as you stated earlier, the the overall champions of the Sale Heifer Show were the two Angus, which was lot 102 and lot 107. Yep, that's right. What about the steers in the sale <laughs> the, tomorrow? Yeah, so I guess I'll ask you, Andy. Do you want me to roll down through every breed champion like we did, or uh, do you just want me to hit on the ones that I guess I saw? Or um, yeah, we could. There's there's only one in a few of them. Yep. Um, there's only one Angus steer. Yep. So he looked pretty nice. There was a market nice. animal. There was a market a market heifer division this year. Mm-hmm. Um, that sinkhole had a champion in that lot two hundred two. She was a man amongst boys. The champion Angus steer was lot 108 from Jantz Angus. That was a Clausen. The champion Hereford came from Lottoman Farms. Or no, the champion Hereford, I'm sorry, came from Brian and Joe Pickering. That was lot 128. Your reserve champion was lot 124 from Lottoman's. And that was a steakhouse. You say Only one, one, 124 was the reserve? Yep, that's right. Okay. Now, there was a whole lot of uh, Hereford steers entered. Did all of those yeah, steers were, show up? There were seven Hereford steers. Okay. And I'll tell you the one that, I mean, from where I was sitting, not taking anything away from the champion reserve, but one that really caught my eye uh, was the one at Cot Camp, slot 125. 690 pounds. Uh, that steer's out of a bull called Uprising. And I thought that steer was real nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Only one limousine from Weight Farms. Uh, she was a dirty deeds. Only a couple of uh, Main and Jews. I think your champion was lot 135 from uh, VD Farms. She was a power play, or he was a power play. The reserve champion was lot 134 from Birchkey or from Birches. He was a maternal maid. Mm-hmm. Simital division only had two. Your champion was lot 169 from West Farms. That was a jacked up. Your reserve champion was lot 155 from Vanderburg Cattle. That was a star power. When you're talking breed steers, Andy, I mean, in my opinion, there was one breed steer out there that I thought that I thought was exceptionally good for what he was, could go Sunday and, uh, and maybe make a little noise, and that was the Angus. I thought that Angus steer was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, in a world where Angus steers, you know, them top-end Angus steers can be few and far between, I thought that one could certainly be one of them. Mm-hmm. I 750 you. pounds, he's the right size to – Speed slow or push. I mean, them Angus will, will gain fast. But I think that one's probably versatile to be an early county fair or late summer county fair, maybe even hold for a state fair if need be. Mm-hmm. I talked to Yancey about him the other day, and he's pretty proud of that steer. Yeah, he should be. <clears throat> Yance just lives down the road from me a couple miles, and that, that's, a, that's a real good steer. What about the all-star steers? Yep, getting into the all-star steers. Um, 
your champion was from Pruitt Livestock. He came out of class 24. He's lot 231, 685 pounds. He's an unstoppable. And then your reserve champion came out of the same class. He was lot 236 from the Sills family. And he was a blood diamond uh, on a Monopoly alias cow. He was your reserve champion. Okay. You say lot 236? Yep, that's right. 231 was champion, 236 was reserve. Okay. That was kind of the deep class of the day. Uh, we talked about the Sim Solution Pepper class kind of being the heat. Really, this class 24 on this all-star steer side was where the heat was. Uh, when we interviewed Mitchell Smith afterwards, he specifically called out the lot 220, uh, the 710-pound steer from David Crosby. I think he was in, in God We Trust, if I remember right, lot 220. Okay. Kind of a kind of a butterscotch colored. I would call that steer kind of a meat and potatoes type steer. Lots of red meat, really sound, stout, rugged, just not quite as sharp neck, sharp throated. Um, just kind of a meat and potatoes, good type steer. Mm -hmm. For me, Andy, that's one that's kind of hard to go wrong with. Mm -hmm. um, John, I don't, Mitchell also, I, I don't mean to stop you here a second, but um, the 236. Yep. We've got a we've got a mix up. I've got him as being sills, and that's what it comes across as a, on the website. Yeah, is that not what I said? No, no, and he's a holy smoker. So we got a mix up here on your on your reserve. I don't mean to tell you you're wrong, but if that, no, no, <laughs> if that's what you were telling me, I don't want everybody to be confused. No, so lot you have lot two thirty one as the Pruitt steer. Uh huh. And you have lot two thirty six as a what? As a sills steer from Travis Sills. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> nope, that's right. 231 was champion. 236 was reserve champion. Okay. Um, but, again, coming out of that class, the other one that, that Mitchell mentioned a little bit was the lot 228 steer um, from Kyle Jacobs. Mm -hmm. um, that steer was an I-80 out of a cow that came from Joe Hortzman. A um, little bit greener in his type and kind, but his build was good. His muscle was good. Uh, that steer had kind of a cooler look to him. Just probably needs fed a little harder mm -hmm. uh, from here out. But that steer is one that um, if the guy's looking to take a little bit of a chance and doesn't mind carrying a feed bucket, I think that steer could probably turn into something a guy would be pretty proud of. Good. Good deal. Um, the other steer that stood out, the class winner from lot, from class 25, was lot 217 from Blackford Show Cattle. That was a man amongst boys. Um, real powerful, real cool baldy face, uh, sound steer, plenty of muscle. I thought that was a steer that mm -hmm. stood out in that class quite a bit as well. I remember seeing him on video. I thought, wow, he's pretty nice. Yeah, wouldn't have been surprised if they hadn't jumped out and grabbed him for a champion, to be honest. Good deal. So your grand, so your grand steer again was uh, Pruitt's lot 231, and your reserve grand steer was Sills lot 236. All right. Well, John, I appreciate that very much. Uh, again, we want to remind everybody, Indiana State Fairgrounds tomorrow. You could go back and watch those on Walton Webcasting. You could go back and watch the sales steer show, and you could get or sale sale cattle show. 
and you could look at all of these on film. And, boy, these guys do a great job of, of getting those on film and letting you see what they are and uh, getting a right inside ring seat. Uh, so they do a very, very nice job of that, and uh, you can listen to judges' comments on all of those cattle if you go back on Walton Webcasting and uh, plan to be there tomorrow morning at 9.30 at the Indiana State Fairgrounds. Uh, don't wait till 9.30. Get there at get there about 8. Uh, those aisleways will be packed, and uh, the ring is always packed and always a, a big event there at the Hoosier Beef Congress this year, the 2019 Hoosier Beef Congress. Again, 9.30 and what we call, what most people call the cattle barn um, yep. uh, is, is where that's going to be located. So, John, uh, I want to thank you for for your input on those and, and your report on those and, and for being uh, another guest here. Again, a return guest. Let's put it that way, a return <laughs> guest here on Before the Bid. No problem, Andy. I mean, if anybody's got any questions, uh, they, they're feel sure free to reach out to me. Um, I'll be, I, I have no affiliation with the sale. So right. I'd be happy to help anybody that needs some help on it. Right. We probably should say that. We, we really have no affiliation with the sale. Nope. Uh, we were we were just there. We got the go-ahead from Brian Shooter, uh, and uh, I talked to him about a couple other things that's going to happen. So we got the go-ahead, but no, we are we are no affiliation to those. But uh, we wanted to report to those that may not have been able to be there uh, today and uh, put it on a podcast for you. You bet. Thanks All for having me, Andy. All right. Well, I appreciate it, John, and uh, we will catch you up there at the sale at 9:30 on Saturday, December 7th. Sounds right. good. Appreciate it, John. Thank you. Yep. Thanks, Andy. All Bye. Right. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on Before the Bid.